Welcome to Honor the Wayne Helmet. I'm Kyle Simmons, and I'm joined by former Michigan offensive lineman Thomas Gwines and the host of the ASAP Elite podcast, Rob Penn. Happy what holidays, What's going on? Yeah, happy holidays to you boys. Happy holidays. Yeah, yeah, it's it good sure is happy. It's happy holidays around here, especially Saturday. Yes, sir. That's right. So this Saturday, uh, the number two ranked Michigan Wolverines travel to Arizona to play the number three ranked TCU Horn Frogs in the Fiesta Bowl. The winner of this game will play the winner of Georgia versus Ohio for the national championship. Uh, TCU comes into the game with a 12 and one record with their only loss coming to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship, obviously. Uh, TCU is led on offense by Max Duggan and running back Keandre Miller. Uh, TCU averaged 40 points per game, which is like sixth in the nation. So, uh, Thomas, what are the Wolverines going to need to do to move on to the national championship? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's four things. We got to keep their quarterback in the pocket. That young man did show during the Big Ten, I'm sorry, the Big 12 championship game that does have the ability to run. Mm. Uh, we also need to contain their running back. The running back, in my opinion, is a, is a good mix between our Blake Corum, meaning that he shows good quicks um, and vision between the tackles, but he also shows good open field speed, i.e. Um, uh, Donovan Edwards, Edwards. So contain those two individuals right there. O-line up front, as I've said time and time again, O-line leads the way. Continue to pound these boys into oblivion. I want to see a symphony of violence throughout the game. And right around midway through the third quarter, let it be the same sort of uh, um, tenure, ten, uh, same sort of outcome that we've seen all year long. When we come out in the second half, third quarter, that that the, the attrition starts to take place up front. You begin to see the, the defense, the opposing team's defense starting to wither under those, as as Rob would say, those body shots, those tenderizing those ribs, hitting you with those liver punches. As, as far as we continue to, to, can, to do that, and then moving forward, J.J., just be J.J., don't be extra, protect the ball, and then let our defense do what our defense does. And at the end of the day, too, I think Jake Moody is going to have a big game. Um, continue to put points on the board. I don't care if it's three or six. Well, I do care. But at any point in time, we had the opportunity to score. Let's make sure we're getting those points. So, Rob, before I get to it, I want to compliment the jersey first. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. I want to show all love. Uh, my old lady, you know what I'm saying? Compliments for me for that young Christmas gift. You feel me? Yeah, Merry Christmas, <laughs> right? You silly. Very good, man. So what's what's the key to this game? What are we going to really need to do? What's what's the number one focus with this one? We just need to uh, stick to the script, you mm -hmm. know, drag them in them deep waters like we've been doing all season. Yes. You know, that's what it's about. Uh, first of all, Max Dugans and Miller, you know, they're, they're pretty solid. Let's not get it twisted. But that is not a C.J. Stroud and a Henderson. <laughs> that's the thing. But we can't look past them. Don't forget, these boys are down south. They're from Texas, and they can play some ball. And they are big and they are fast. But like you said, we're going to lean on them. We have better coaches and we're going to outlast them. Body shots, like I say, tenderizing ribs. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Get get the, get that cheese all melted like 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 TG was having. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, raise up off my nachos. <laughs> Come out here and expose them. Now, see what's going on. Kansas State, they led the blueprint to how to beat this team. You know, they beat them down and Max, they Max pretty much – you know, what do you have? 15 rushes for 110 yards? 
That was crazy. That's not going to happen against us. You know, we're going to contain them. We're going to beat up their offensive line. We, I've seen a prediction earlier that it was 38-31 Michigan. I just – I don't see that. You know, uh, you said that they, that they were number six uh, – was that number six scoring in the nation? Did you say that? Yeah, points per game. Yeah, number six. 40 points. At, at 41? Yeah, 40 and a half, I think. About. What are we – we're close to that, huh? We got to be. A little less, I think. Yeah, yeah, close to it, though. We're, we're in a neighborhood, but we're in a neighborhood in the Big Ten. First of all, we talked about how uh, the Big 12 is down this year. You know, yesterday I had the liberty of going to see Wisconsin at Oregon State down at Chase, Chase Field here in downtown Phoenix. And I saw Wisconsin beat the crap out of Oklahoma State on their front line. I mean, I think they rushed, rushed for over 250 yesterday, you know, easily. You know, that's the same pedigree, the same thing that's going to happen Saturday. Right now, the Big Ten is up, you know, when, when it comes down to national power ranking. You know, we're, we're just going to outlast them, man. We're going to hit them in the mouth. We're going to get out of here. Get on the uh, SoFi. So, yeah, SoFi, Thomas, how do you think where we headed? Uh, well, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen. When the Wolverines make it down to the Valley of the Sun, and continue to, as as Rob continues said, we're going to continue to move forward with with the script that we've shown all year long. What I am hoping for that this time off, that some of our key guys have had the ability to heal up, uh, able to um, get past some of these uh, these nicks and bruises, some of these owies and injuries, things of that nature. And I'm hoping that we are closer to being at 100% full strength coming into this game. I think that's going to be critical for us as far as getting a dub, but also getting those guys that may have been banged up, getting them back in game shape, uh, game mentality. Because when we get ready to go to SoFi, and you're hearing it first here, right here, ladies and gentlemen, the Wolverines will be in SoFi. I don't care who we play, uh, but the Wolverines are looking to play for the national championship. It's been since 1997. It's time for us to bring the chip back to good old Ann Arbor mm-hmm. and uh, continue to flex our muscle. We got the prettiest helmets in the country. Um, we got a great team. We got a great coaching staff. So I'm just looking for, forward to some highlights. Yours truly will be in L.A. for the Natty. And um, I'm looking to have a great plane ride back with nothing but uh, nothing but teeth showing and dimples. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the day, hey, did you play football in Michigan? Why, yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's the Michigan Wolverines call us national champions once again. So um, everything that we said right now, there, there's nothing new. There's there's nothing right. magical that needs to take place right now, in my opinion, other than us getting healthy and getting some of our key players back in the lineup. Continue to stick to the script like Rob uh, so eloquently articulated earlier and just – once that third quarter rolls around, mark my words, you start to see us win that war of attrition. And when you start to see that defense starts starting to wither, and then we're going to start really hitting those chunk plays, especially in the ground game. JJ, continue to do what you've been doing as far as showing that touch on the deep ball. We need to take these guys vertical. Um, again, I think that uh, TCU is going to come in highly motivated because of the fact that people are picking us. Um, defensively for the home corn frauds, Michigan's offensive line two years in a row has won the Joe Moore award as far as the best offensive line in the country. So I know that defense is going to come in, you know, with, with a hair up their butt, so to speak, trying to show, Hey, we got something for you. So 
we have to go in expecting to take their best shot. And I, I would venture to say there's going to come some point in time in that game where it's going to be like, ooh, ooh, that hurt. Mm-hmm. But at the same point in time, I also feel like we as a team over the year, and especially building off last year's success, is starting to build that level of testicular fortitude. And it's just like at any point in time when we are down, we're going to have the ability to come back. As long as we keep it close and then at whatever point in time in the game that comes where we just start to open it up, it is what it is at that point. And it's going to be nothing but smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before we go to the predictions, as usual, Thomas, I've been wanting to ask you this for a few weeks now. You've I'll played in some big time bowl games, man. Some big ones. So. I just wanted to get a, a story or two. Any memories of some bowl games you played in? Uh, my freshman year, when we played in the Rose Bowl, we beat Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't play, but I did get a lot of TV time that day. Uh, I was a redshirt freshman. <laughs> and there was a club in, I think it was South Central, I'm guessing. It was called First Kings. I doubt if it's still standing. But if anybody in the L.A. South Central area that may be watching this podcast has ever heard of First Kings, oh, boy, it was a lot of per diem being spent that night. Um, well, I, was, I should say that week. It was uh, it was an interesting time. And, you know, like I said, this is a PG uh, family friendly show. But all I would say <laughs> is, is that um, a majority of the per diem that was given out during that week ended up at one location. Great times. And, and you know what the really cool thing about you're paying for someone's education? For for hey, some look, young lady's education. Hey, look, I support single mothers. But um <laughs> at that time, the the really cool thing about going to the bowl games though, um, even my last one we played in the I wanna say it was the Outback Bowl or I forgot. We were down in Tampa. We played Bama. We lost by two points. Should have won the game. I'm still mad at you, Brian Greasy, because you fell, and it should have been a touchdown. But what was really cool about a lot of the bowl games that we went to was just our uh, just just the ability for us to just kind of hang out with the boys in a new environment. You know, go see different things, and just really it, it, it gave us a time to bond. You know, you spend so much time at the football building, up on campus, everything else, and it kind of becomes monotonous. And when you get away in a new environment, and especially a couple of days before game time, and you can really start to see the galvanizing effect of being away from the norm and coming back to, hey, we're having a great time. Now it's time for us to start dialing in. It's time to start putting that work in. And then, you know, after, you know, we get the dub, you know, we're wide open once again. Greatest bowl game story, though, and I'll tell you a little bit more (laughs) offline. We played in the Holiday Bowl down in San Diego. We played Colorado State, gave them the business. The security dude comes in and says, hey, whatever you guys do, don't go to Tijuana. Well, what do you think the first thing we did as soon as we got some free time? Cool. Right, right. Straight to Tijuana. No, we were straight to Tijuana. Hey, to Taco Bell. I don't know, but uh, right. It it was it was some massive stories behind that mm-hmm. one too, man. So yeah, definitely. Uh, when you and I get together over some beers at, at a at a later place and des- destination, we can definitely de- delve deeper into some of those stories. But good time all the way around. And the really cool thing is, 
now being on the other side of it, and once we go to SoFi and everybody has made the trip down to Phoenix as players, really getting an opportunity to kind of relive some of this stuff. You know, the current day players, I'm, I'm sure they're having a great time. I'm sure their bowl gifts are way better than ours. But for us to kind of get back, and especially a lot of your old teammates, and being able to relive some of this stuff, I think it's a beautiful thing. So I'm definitely looking forward to linking up with some of the boys and just, you know, kind of we live in our time together back when we were the young bucks out there on the field. So um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to bringing this Natty back to Ann Arbor. That's some good stuff right there. So we're going to get to the predictions. We're going to start with Rob. Yeah. How you call it? I call it Michigan, 45-23. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Press the gas on that one, huh? (laughs) 45-23. Let's get it. Hey, and I want to know about these stories in depth, too. I want to know about the Michigan (laughs) story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like I said, this is a family show. This is a family show. But, uh, yeah, my prediction, I'm looking at us, um, I'm going to say 45, 45, 36. Mm, too much credit. 45, 36. All right, yeah. I hey, think, question, think, question real quick. Yeah. Does TCU beat Ohio State? I'm going to say yes, and the reason why I say yes is, I don't think C.J. Stroud is that guy. I think in our game, he got exposed. I, You know, pressure bus pipes. And if you're able to get to C.J., and even if you're not getting sacks, but if you're making him consistently uncomfortable, he's going to make bad decisions. He has not shown if you me. Make, if you make any quarterback, college quarterback, move off their square, they're going to make bad decisions. Well, my point being is this. C.J. has not shown me the ability to withstand that that pressure to, um, you know, be mobile, but still being able to put the ball where it's supposed to go or just make the proper decision. You know, do I throw it? Do I run it? Do I run out of bounds? Do I throw it out of bounds? Whatever the case may be. I think when CJ gets under consistent pressure, he becomes a little bit shell-shocked and his game definitely begins to deteriorate. How many times have you saw that happen? Once. I I definitely saw it against us. Mm-hmm. Now, the other caveat to that, too, is mm-hmm. is that I'm not really that impressed with uh, O-State's offensive line. There you go. A lot of things you got to go back to when we start comparing. Let's make sure we're comparing apples to apples. I've been saying it time and time again. A lot of times people were given, in my opinion, were giving us way too much credit. I'm like, dude, you got to look at who we were playing. And then once we stepped up our level of competition, then I think you can start to take a a real assessment as far as how good we really are. Now, we have proved that throughout the course of the season. The schedule is the schedule, but everybody was talking about the last game of the season. And in that last game of the season, hey, we showed out. So I think our body of work has been solidified for the season thus far. When you look at those other guys, you got to go back and look at who they were playing. And I don't really feel like that they really had that much of a test either until they played us. Now, when you talk about O-State playing Michigan, i.e. the game, 
in my humble opinion, all parties out there, whatever your position is, you're supposed to be playing. That's supposed to be your top level eight game. And what I saw out of the Ohio State offensive line from a consistency standpoint, I wasn't overly impressed. What I saw out of their quarterback, I wasn't overly impressed. And the mere fact that, hey, you were playing at home and you still came out and you still came out and gave that level of performance. Again, I think those things kind of speak for themselves. Ohio State, Georgia prediction. It's Georgia all day. Oh, Georgia. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Ohio State can beat those guys. I'm, I'm gonna be a lone wolf. Oh hey, Ohio State 34-33. Oh, See wow. you in so far. Oh wow. Now I'm going that one. Part, <laughs> now now part of me is like I would love, love yes. for it to be us and the me Buckeyes for the called it before. And I'm just like, dude, that would just be an epic time. Win, lose, or draw, that would just be epic. Yep. Um, my only thing is, is that for some odd reason, if that does come to fruition, and for some odd reason, we happen to not pull it off, y'all make sure y'all got your bail money. Because I know a Buckeye fan is going to say something out of pocket, and uh, I may have to get a little loose. <laughs> You gotta go back to what, what's the name of that club? In, in, in South <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're going back to First King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure as always. Oh, uh, Mr. Penn, like I said, I know you're going to be down there in AZ getting it in. So Hell definitely yeah. represent for the represent boys. Right. Yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, y'all have a happy new year and all that other good stuff, too. So be safe and stay yes. blessed. And uh, continue to uh, do the damn thing, and let's bring in 23 with a bang and a national championship. Holla at your boy. Hell yeah. So that's it for this week's episode of Under the Wings Helmet. Come back next week where we're going to preview the national championship game. You can watch us on ASAPElite.com and YouTube. And don't forget, you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and the Believe Network. For Kyle Simmons, Thomas Gwines, and Rob Penn, Go blue. Go blue. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.